The Self-Made Life Podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. I'll share a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to run and scale a business, branding tips, and I'll also be chatting with other entrepreneurs to share their stories and what it's like to be self-made. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Made Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and today I am sharing um, kind of my journey into entrepreneurship, uh, where I started, how I started, and how I kind of ended up where I am today. It's been a very crazy roller coaster ride, so I am going to take you along this journey and just kind of share. So I think I'm going to go back to um, when I first graduated. Um, So I went to York University and Sheridan College. I did their joint Bachelor of Design program, which they've now, the two institutes have kind of separated into doing their own design bachelor degrees. But I was part of the YSDN community, which was the York Sheridan Design Program. And that was a four-year program. And then once I graduated, I actually worked with my typography professor in creating this like design manual. Um, It was like a student handbook. It was basically taking his Quark Express files and recreating it into um, an InDesign document. So lots of paragraph styles, character styles, you are familiar with typography um, and InDesign. That's kind of like a whole like inception of uh, typographic hierarchy. Um, so I worked on that. That was kind of like one of my first like freelance like projects. Um, and then once I finished that, it was kind of like in between. I was um, applying to all these different studio jobs. I really wanted to work at an agency. And I got a job at this marketing agency in Burlington. Um, I'm not going to share the name of it um, because I'm not going to share the name of any of these places that I worked um, just for confidentiality um, reasons. But um, this was like the place where you know, they, it was very typical. Like it was, they had like foosball tables, they had, um, this whole like culture around, you know, the whole agency life. Um, and I thought, yes, this is like what I want to do. This is where I want to be. I want to work with these cool people. It's going to be collaborative. It's going to be awesome. And it kind of fell a little bit short. Um, and, my role there was a graphic artist and it was a very junior position and it was editing a lot of like messy files and like their system organization was just crazy. Their internal processes were a bit all over the place. Um, at the time they were short staffed, so it was just like literally like working so hard to get ahead because they were so behind and they really needed to hire more people, um, to get things going. And 
I didn't love it. I just, I felt really unfulfilled creatively. I felt like a pixel pusher and I just, I, I felt undervalued and I just felt like this isn't, this isn't it. Um, I know that there's something for me out there um, that will help me be a little bit more creative. And I ended up getting an email and it was like a referral from someone else um, from this like boutique agency, which like they've recently been bought out. The owners retired and it's now like owned by some other company out in BC. And anyways, it was like a small boutique um, in Oakville. And I don't know, I just I didn't love it either. Um, um, my office was shared with two other people, uh, one of them being the owner and the other, um, being this other, uh, person that, you know, we got along great, which was really helpful, but the office was actually an old ultrasound room. And I don't know, I feel like such a delicate flower. I need sunlight. I need to see the light of day. And in and around that time, I ended up moving back home with family, um, with my dad and um, into the basement. And so I really never saw the light of day. I was constantly sick, um, getting colds. I was so like deficient in vitamin D. It was like crazy. And anyways, I just... It was more creative, but it was also a lot of like micromanaging and I felt like I had a lot to learn, especially with being out just out of school and fresh out of school, but I felt like undervalued as well. During that time, I actually went back to school. Um, I did night classes at Hacker U, um, which is now Juno College in Toronto. So I would hop on the train uh, from Oakville to downtown Toronto uh, twice a week and I would learn coding. Um, I learned HTML and CSS and I got really, really good at it. And that's kind of like where I kind of started um, building and designing websites. And then just short of a year, they let me go so conveniently. Um, and it was kind of like a really low blow and um, crappy, but I also felt like, okay, this is a sign. Actually, I'm going to back this up because I'm going to share kind of like how it happened. So um, at the time when I was like working at this place, um, my stepmom, um, she had a Stella and Dot party. So if you're not familiar with it, Stella and Dot is a um, direct sales company for jewelry. And at the time I was just like living at home and I was like, came upstairs and they had all these like pretty jewels out and I started trying it on. And I was kind of that unicorn that kind of like jumped into it and started selling it. <laughs> I didn't know how it happened, but, um, I just, you know, wanted free jewelry. And it was also a way for me to just kind of get out of my shell and connect with other people. So, I did that and I went to one of the meetings and 
one of the like directors or whatever um, shared her morning routine and she highly recommended this book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Alroyd. I will also link that in the show notes and comments. Um, But this book literally changed my life. I got home that night. I made a vision board. I purchased and downloaded the audiobook and I started listening to it on my way to work that day. I listened to the whole thing throughout the day during that, you know, day working away with my earbuds in. And that end of day, like my boss and like the art director wanted to talk to me at the end of the day. And that was the day that they let me go. And it was like, wow, this um, vision board thing really works well. Um, And so anyways, it was kind of bittersweet because I wasn't truly happy there. And I knew that like deep down inside that I always wanted to eventually work for myself. I wanted to teach. That was another big dream of mine was teaching. I just, I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know, you know, what my path was going to be like. I had actually already planned like a one week vacation while I was there. And like right before I got let go, I was planning on going to do freelance at my dad's office. My dad own, owns this studio, this agency um, in Hamilton. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm going to be freelancing here next week anyways. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> um, whatever. So I ended up taking a day. I uh, went to visit Tane. He lived in Toronto at the time. We were doing the long distance thing and it sucked. I was in Hamilton. He was in Toronto. Um, I also put on my vision board that I really wanted to find a condo with Tane um, in Burlington. And uh, a couple months later, we actually moved in to that exact condo building that I had put on my vision board. I realized like months later after we had moved in that it was the same building. I just like grabbed any like photo that I found off of realtor.ca that was a condo in Burlington and it ended up being in that same building. So if you haven't yet made a vision board, um, I think you should need to pause this episode and go make one. Seriously, vision boarding has changed my life literally um so much and I've been able to manifest like the craziest things um but vision boarding is very powerful so I okay so then okay I need to take a little break and just share one of our favorite tools which is HoneyBook So HoneyBook is our CRM system and we really can't live without it. We have been using it for the past almost four years and it's been like life-changing in our business. So from leads that kind of filter through our website form, it kind of populates into a new project for us and seamlessly we can send proposals, we can schedule calls, we can send over invoices, contracts, brochures. And what I love most about it is it's just so easy on the client end and we are able to get paid quickly and efficiently. 
and we're able to keep everything together in one easy and simple to use spot. Um, So if you are looking for a client management system, I highly recommend HoneyBook. Um, It has been a total game changer in our business and I have no doubt that it'll be a total game changer for you too. So um, if you want to use our exclusive uh, 50% off your first year, um, you can head over to our website, themonarchdesign.co forward slash resources and click get 50% off HoneyBook and start like utilizing your time better. This thing has literally changed our lives and I wouldn't be sharing it if I wasn't like raving about it. So definitely give it a try. Let me know what you think. Um, I also wanted to mention they have a setup concierge. So in I think your first like week or so, you're able to work with someone directly in HoneyBook and they're able to set up everything for you. They're able to set up your contract, all your, your files, all your services, your pricing, so that literally when you go to send a proposal or invoice, it is so simple. You can also work with workflows so you can schedule emails, you can um, put together workflows so that like, let's say you are working with a wedding client and, you know, you want to send them a questionnaire or timeline schedule for like two weeks before their event, you can definitely schedule send that and put together a workflow so that you're you're kind of working smarter and not harder. So uh, HoneyBook has done more than just save me time. Uh, it helps me to get paid quicker and also look really professional when working with my clients. Um, you know, it's easy for them to get the proposal, get the contract, sign the document and I'm able to get paid quickly and efficiently. So uh, check out HoneyBook and go over to our website, themonarchdesign.co forward slash resources and click on the link, get 50% off HoneyBook today. So after I got let go from that place, I ended up freelancing for my dad and I ended up working there for a couple years. And it was better, but I I do have to say that it is really difficult to live and work with family, Um, especially with my dad, because I feel like we just um, butt heads were very similar and overall it was fine. But when things went wrong or when he was upset with a client, he would really take it out on me. And it was really emotionally draining for me. Um, When I moved to Burlington, I would commute to work and I would just cry in my car on the way to work, cry on my way home. Like it was just not great. And at the time, Tane um, was working at a large format print shop and he was actually on afternoons. So during that time, I was instead of selling Stella and Dot, I was actually making business cards for stylists more than selling the jewelry. So that's kind of like how um, my freelance career kind of snowballed um, and kind of how I started my own business. I started actually um, learning calligraphy when uh, Tane was working evenings. I would come home after work to an empty condo and I didn't really know anyone 
in and around Burlington at the time. And I would just practice calligraphy for hours and hours. And eventually I found a um, laser cutting machine at the uh, public library in my area. And I started making these like random like cake toppers. I would engrave hangers. I would sell these. I would make them for friends. I made an Etsy, um, made wooden signs, laser cut wood signs, and things kind of snowballed and picked up from there. And it got to the point where I was taking and using all my vacation days to fulfill these orders and uh, wedding signages. And I was burning the candle at both ends. And I really needed to make a decision. Um, My dad gave me an ultimatum uh, right before I went on vacation with my now in-laws to Disney World, which is like the happiest place on earth. And I stressed out the whole trip, not knowing what to do. Um, my dad was basically like, you either quit your your side thing and you focus on this business and growing it and taking it over one day, or you just, you leave now and you go and build your own creative empire. So it was a lot of tough love. And um, when I got back that weekend, I had my first ever calligraphy workshop um, that I set up in Burlington at a local coffee culture across the street um, from where we lived. And the next day we had our first like handmade market where I did live calligraphy on ornaments. And it was just such a high that weekend. And I truly loved what I was doing. And I knew that I needed to call my dad after that weekend and just tell him like, I, I think I'm going to try to build my own thing. Um, so I got let go that week or basically forced to quit, which looking back now, I kind of wish that, um, I asked him to just fire me so that I could have some sort of like compensation um because it was really scary just like all of a sudden okay you're a small business owner like go do your thing and like doing these workshops and these markets like they were lucrative but they weren't like super steady um they were more like seasonal so I really needed to figure out like okay how do I consistently make money so that I can pay my bills and pay my rent. Um, so anyways, started doing more signage for weddings, uh, picking up on Etsy orders, just basically doing all the things until I really honed in and started wedding invitations, um, which was for our own wedding. And I also, um, did some freelance for another wedding, um, stationer and it went great. Uh, it abruptly ended and which is fine. Cause then I actually got a part-time teaching offer, um, at the college, which I'm still teaching there now. And I started doing more branding projects and web design projects. So I was kind of wearing a lot of hats and doing a lot of things. And then 
March 2020 hit and the pandemic started. And during that time, like we had booked so many like stationary clients. We were really like taking off. I had like my first like 10K month. I think it was like January 2020. And I think we did like 12K February 2020. And then the pandemic hit and literally one by one, all of our stationary clients postponed. And we were just like, uh, what do we do? So we thought it was only going to last a couple of weeks. We weren't really sure. And then I actually hired a coach, Carly, from CZ Invitations and from the Tip- Tipsy Business Podcast. And she also runs Toucan. I will link her below. She Her podcast is great. She has a whole bunch of awesome courses. Highly, highly recommend. And I'll have her as a guest on the podcast hopefully soon. Um, but... I started working with her and my dream has always been to grow a team and I wasn't really sure in what capacity I thought, you know, we really wanted to, we were renting, um, at the time a condo was pretty small. It felt even smaller when the pandemic hit and we were kind of confined to this shoebox. Um, and we really wanted to find some sort of um, townhouse where we, we could do the business on the bottom and live at the top and kind of grow a team. And so when I first started working with Carly, I did this little challenge um, of what to post on Instagram because during that time it was we were really in limbo. We had all these like beautiful like stationary designs that we couldn't really post because our clients were sadly postponing and it was just like a really weird time where we were like, we need to post on Instagram, but we don't know what to post. So I made up a little challenge and one of the prompts was um, team. So just talking, I just talked about how it was just Tane and I at the time and how we really wanted to grow the business one day and, and have a creative team. And um, someone reached out. Um, I'm just going to keep them anonymous because I don't know if they want me to share. Um, But it was a um, stationary company in Toronto area um, who were more established. They we really looked up to them and we basically went down to their space, which was stacked condo or stacked townhouse situation. Um, we chatted with them. They basically um, had to let go of all their staff um, when COVID first hit and were going through like the same thing with like their clients postponing. So for them, they're also a husband and wife team. Neither of them really did the design. Like he did some of the design, but he also worked as a real estate agent and she did mostly like the sales print and production. So they really were looking to partner with um, a cre- like a creative duo like ourselves. So after a lot of like chatting back and forth, we decided to kind of join forces and kind of see where it would take us. And so we worked together for uh, just over a year. And like during that time, it was COVID. So there was a lot of like lockdowns happening, like on and off. Weddings were postponed. They were back on. They were smaller. They were larger. It was just just a crazy time in like the industry. Um, and then it finally just like exploded um, now. 
um, with everything opening back up and um, vaccination rates um, kind of like higher. So um, during like the last lockdown, which was um, March of, I don't know, it was like spring of 2021, um, I decided to invest in this course um, with Morgan Rapp which is Design Biz Mastery. And I really focused on helping out these small businesses and entrepreneurs that really needed the push to go online or needed the push to utilize this like downtime um, for their branding, their rebrands, their uh, website designs. And I really fell in love with it. And I saw the, the value that it brought to a lot of my branding clients and just seeing them grow and um, expand like over the past year was really priceless. And I kind of fell in love with that side of my business more. And it's not that I like, I just feel like I fell out of love with stationery. And it's really hard to say because like I loved stationery so much. I loved serving my clients and my couples and, you know, bringing everything together, like through print and production, choosing their materials. But it just, when you're trying to fit like a square peg in a round hole for so long and trying to make something work and it's just, everything is working against you. Like, with the pandemic, with these rolling lockdowns, with supply chain like issues, it was just, it was just too much. And I think I just like hit my breaking point. And, um, during that time too, um, the other company that we were working with, um, she pursued, um, another kind of like career direction as well. Um, in like the beauty industry. So she's kind of doing that and also running um, her stationary business. You know, we just kind of went our separate ways, which is totally okay. And I, I truly believe that life happens for you, not to you. So all these experiences are kind of leading up to what's next and, and what's to come. So I know that if we stayed working with them, that I probably would burn myself out because I'm I'm also teaching um, part-time too and at the college like I'm teaching um, more courses I think I'm teaching like four courses this term which is a lot more than I did last term and like the following term before that and I don't want to give up teaching I love it and it's something that uh, ever since I graduated I wanted to get back and and do Um, I just wasn't sure how to get there Um, but through teaching like my own calligraphy workshops and things just kind of unfolding, um, the teaching opportunity came and that's kind of like the power of vision boarding and manifestations, just kind of believing that, you know, this will happen, but not fixating on how it's going to happen uh, or where it's going to come from. So I'm a really big believer on mindset and manifestations and just really believing that um, things are happening for you and not to you. 
So yeah, that's kind of like my long and winded journey of entrepreneurship. Right now, I am focusing on branding and web design and also delivering great content through this podcast. And I really hope that, you know, my journey and story resonates with someone out there who you know, just want, needs to hear, like, keep going. You never know, you know, what will happen or what door will open. And just knowing that, like, when one door closes, like, another one is going to open and just to go through it when that opportunity comes up. Um. Anyways, that is it for today. Make sure to like, comment, or subscribe um, so that you never miss an episode also make sure to follow us on Instagram um, at self the self-made life podcast and on my personal well, my business page which is at monarch design Co we'll talk soon bye